<laughs> I'm recording. Okay. Take two. I'm also recording. hey <laughs> Welcome, guys. Yay. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea, and this is my friend. And I'm Sally. <laughs> I'm Sally. I just felt like introducing Hi. you today. I don't know. <laughs> Feeling fancy. And we are here to Split. talk about season four, episode four, Red Mass. Yes. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, Shall we? I think we need to sing to get us into the right mindset. Yep, let's do it. I say that like it's a new idea. Like, hey, you know what would be good? We should sing. Let us sing. All right. Da, 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 da. I feel like some people really like it when we sing, and at the same time, every week I'm terrified that we're going to alienate people who've never heard us before. Yeah. It was nice. It is that we do run that it risk. It was nice talking to you guys. Well, if you've made it this far, I know. thanks for listening. Except if they're just checking it out for the first time. But, um, welcome. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's talk about uh, Red Mass, and let's go over mm-hmm. what happened in a brief TikTok. Yes. TikTok. Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, as as always, I feel like I say that every episode, <laughs> but there's usually a lot going on. Um, so we have Red Mass coming up, which is um, the the whole. I guess I, I was gonna say the whole episode is leading to it, but really we don't hear too much about it. Right. But Red Mass is the Sunday before the Supreme Court uh, meets. They go to a mass at at the, at the church, and and it's red. Yeah, and the Supreme Court comes, and I think, like, some cabinet members, I can't remember who all they listed, but a bunch of people come, and it's a big deal. So, they're writing a speech for that. This is the few days leading up to it. Also, more importantly, and more prevalently, there's some stuff going on with Israel and Kumar, because we have been talking Uh. about the last few episodes. Kumar is going to accuse Israel of having killed Sharif, and that's obviously very, very bad. (laughs) And Leo is sort of trying to deal with the fallout of this, Mm -hmm. so that's happening. There are a lot of things going on there. They're also, oh, we're talking about debates with Richie. Yes. We're talking about the debates. We're trying to get some debates set up and all that kind of stuff. At the same time, they, we have the Stackhouse thing going on, which is that the Stackhouse is trying to get in the mix, get in the conversation, raise some issues. Mm-hmm. And so we're sort of debating about how to handle that and what to do with that. Amy Gardner's here again. Yeah. And. Stirring it up. CJ has some concerns about that. Uh, Charlie's dealing with his little brother anthony mm-hmm. which is kind of fun yeah and sam gets some interesting some interesting uh, about a senator in california yeah okay the end period bye no not the end period <laughs> bye we're gonna talk about all these things um okay well what what's your take on the episode in general I don't hate it, but it does <laughs> yeah. feel like kind of a lull. Yeah, okay. Um, there, there are some things I really, really love about sure. it. Sure. But it does overall as a whole. I think that the first half of the episode is weaker than the second half. Yeah, for sure. I think the end is really great. I think there are a lot of things that happen towards the end that are really great. 
But overall, as a whole, I'd probably... It's, it's just an average episode for me. Yeah, and again, it's one of those cases where, like, an average episode of The West Wing is still, like, quite a delightful <laughs> buffet so compared to, <laughs> right. you know... Right, 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 The right. chilies of the world, Absolutely. of the TV world. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with chilies. That's definitely true. It was also right. a very sports-heavy episode. Did you... I mean... It was, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about a it. A lot of baseball and football, like just all in one episode, uh-huh. felt kind of strange. Right. To me. Yeah, it does feel a little loaded with sports. And it was, it was kind of a CJ Light episode. It was. She was scarcely in it. Yes, I agree with that. So was, so was Toby. Really, CJ and mm-hmm. Toby had kind of the same. I mean, to- they both had like a few moments where they said things. But I will say, just to start off on a good note, I loved everything Toby had to do in this episode. Mm. I loved everything about it. I loved... I love when you love Toby. (laughs) I just... I think this is his... We always talk about how he's a curmudgeon and he's sort of this grumpy person. and, And I think this... I think this episode is just the perfect embodiment of him. I think... In the beginning, he's kind of going off about stuff. And I like when he's going off about things that, like, it's the same in the episode when he's going off about something and Josh is like, you don't have to convince me. Like, I'm on your side. Mm -hmm. Toby really does that all the time. I mean, he goes off in the White House and he's like, this is why it won't work. And Mm -hmm. And he's listing all these things. And he's really preaching to the choir. Like, whoever he's talking to is usually looking at him like, yes, we know, Toby. Like, we get it. Do I need to be here for this conversation? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, CJ says to him, "Uh, do I need to be here? Are you just writing out loud? And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, When he comes in, so we find out we want five debates. Richie wants no debates, pretty much. We settle on two, which we didn't want to do. When Toby finds out we've settled on two debates, he comes storming into Leo's office, and he is just in an uproar. He's not it, it. Is, it is great. He's not having it, but in the best way. Yeah. This is just the best Toby for me. It really Can is. You, I mean, think about that. That Richie wanted no debates. That's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially because right well, now in real time we're in actual debate season right or or we have just finished a debate season it's very timely it Mm is indeed very yeah definitely (laughs) oh yeah so love toby and that i love toby i'll just finish out this storyline but i love at the end so at the end of the season or at the end of the episode not the season at all um at the end of the episode (laughs) they cj and sam sort of come to the idea that like they should give up one of the extra debate they should give up one of the debates in order to get the first debate in the format they wanted. Right. And I love that for many reasons that we'll get to in a minute. But what I like is that Toby, when Toby finds out about it, he's going up to CJ. And CJ's like, what difference does it make? What's, you know, like, what's the difference between one debate and two debates? And Toby's like, it's a whole other <laughs> debate. It's a 100% difference. And his reaction I to that question him. is just so spot on. It's just, I, it just like, if you had to, like, give a character definition of Toby. <laughs> I love this episode. I mean, maybe you'd have a little more, a few more caring moments, maybe his his Christmas episode thrown in there too. But yeah. This is when he's the best, I think, in my, in my humble opinion. That's right. Okay, well, we won't talk about MVPs right now, but that's, yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Okay, who else? Uh, Charlie? I kind of want to talk about Charlie, and then let's talk about Sam, because... Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, do we have to? Let's not. Yeah, we do. It's a real thing that happens. Charlie first. Charlie first. Okay, I feel like we need to play this audio clip because okay. it's when Charlie is talking to his little brother, I suppose now, 
And actually, no, yeah. he was talking to a Anthony. staffer and then to his little brother. Yeah. Make sure you just take what needs to be signed today. They're going to try to give you a whole stack, and right there is where you become a man animal. Should I use sex as a tactic? If you need to. Hell, even if you just want to. You want to know what I'm doing? How long is this going to take? I don't know. I'm leaving. Okay, see you. Emily, can you give me Mrs. Toscano at social services? I'll be back in a few minutes. That makes you feel like something, huh? She can have power over me. In about two minutes, the deputy communications director is going to come in here and tell me that the speech he's writing for Red Mass isn't going well. And could I read it for him? And you think your makes me feel like something. Man, Charlie just really stepped into his own as a as like a man in a way that he was so timid when he first came on the show. Yeah. And he's just blossomed and makes me feel really happy. Right. I think he definitely has owned his role. I, I love when Anthony is saying, oh, you know, he's saying something about like, oh, the power makes you think you're something. And Charlie's like, uh, no, actually, the deputy communications staff yeah. is coming in here to give me a speech to read in about two minutes. And you think you you make me feel like I'm something? Yeah. You know, like, that was just... That oh, was great. He's so I confident. It. It's the same as his first appearance. Like when he's like, does this ever go away? It doesn't ever go away. Mm. Like I just I just like it. Oh, oh Charlie. I know. Yeah. I, I loved it. It was great. But it was also kind of strange yeah. with the staffer and she was like, Should I use sex if I right, well, he's like, uh yeah, if you want to. Or heck if or you can, if you need to. Was, or if you want to. It was just like what? Or if you just want to, yeah. Well, the staffer in general kind of felt out of the blue. I almost wondered if it was, like, somebody's niece or right. something that, like, <laughs> needed their acting credit. I don't know, because she's featured pretty prominently. Like, she's in almost every scene Charlie's in. And and we don't normally have that. It just felt out of the blue. It was just like, who who is this girl? Like, it almost felt like we were supposed to know her, but we don't really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a little bit odd. Um, but I do love Charlie. I guess we can talk about Sam. Oh, Okay, so, spoiler alert. Without doing any spoilers, no, I feel like we've already... No, I'm going to give a spoiler alert. So, if you haven't seen the whole series, okay. just skip, like, the next two minutes. Yeah. And then go watch the rest of the series and call us later. So, obviously, this is the first time that we're hearing about Horton Wilde, which is hilarious that right. Sam brings up the Thornton Wilder reference, because he's a playwright. Yeah. But this is the guy in the California 47th, and this is uh, basically Sam's exit route, or Sam yeah. and Roblo's exit route. <laughs> and it makes me so sad because I obviously know that that happened. I've seen the show many times. Right. But I forgot that it was so soon into season four. Like, I just mm -hmm. thought it was, I mean, I know they're just setting it up, but it seems like. Right. Oh. It puts a damper on season three for me now. because I'm not ready to think about this yet. Because this is where we are. We're in season four, and this is what we have to deal with, yeah. Sally. Yeah. It just makes yep, me feel sad, is. because season three was so good. So good. Mm -hmm. But now it makes me think of all of the, like, you know, agents who were having negotiations in season three, and Rob being unhappy, and, you know, it just, yeah. it, puts, it, ca right. it casts a shadow on it that makes me sad. You know? Oh, definitely. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add to that. It, it is, because yes, it, it doesn't happen yet. They're just setting it up. But once you've seen it all the way through and you know what's coming, as soon as you hear that, you're just like, well, all right, bye, Rob Lowe. Yeah. And that's not to say, I don't think it casts any shadow on, I, I mean, obviously, 
it's not like it just goes downhill after he leaves. No. But also, obviously, we love the original cast. Yeah. We'd love to see them stay together. So it is still sad. You can be you can be super bummed about Rob leaving without being, you know, without without it being negative about the the part after him. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. So we're still spoiling. Yeah, it's a bummer. So Breaking up the pan. <laughs> we're still spoiling. Um, but that's the thing. I wonder how many people stopped watching after Rob leaves. And knowing that Aaron left. Like, I wonder if there was, like, a percentage. I wish I had, like, a pie chart Oh, of I people. think there was probably a percentage of people who stopped watching in season five. <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew, like, how many, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I have no idea. Yeah, I, I love the whole thing. Yeah. We should... Uh, that's yeah. this week's question. Although, because I think, I think most people... Most I people I stopped watch. watching in season four for a while. I've talked about that for a little bit. You but had a little hiatus. My first watch through... I, well, I just slowed down because in the way that I think some people have talked about, they slow down in season seven or then you show when you're coming to the end of it, you're like, wait, no, I don't want it to end. Yeah. That's how I felt about, I knew that Sorkin laughed after season four and I knew that Rob Lowe laughed after season four. So like midway through season four, I was like, mm, I'm just not ever going to get there is what I'm going to do. I want to, yeah. How I'm going to cope with this. I know. We're going to procrastinate this. It's kind of like I was, yeah. I was in college and I was uh, in denial about graduating actually did graduate from college you heard me right and I kept calling it uh, organizing instead of packing I'm like well I'm not gonna I'm not packing to leave I'm just I'm just gonna organize for a while you know <laughs> yeah. so yeah I want to know if, I want to know if people took a hiatus in season four or if they know people that stopped watching that's my question this week. yeah I do I have to reluctantly admit that I do like even though I'm sad about the Rob storyline or the Sam storyline um, I do really love, and, and I loved a lot of moments at the end of this episode, one of them being when they're standing in the mass and Leo and Sam are talking mm-hmm. and In Excelsis Deo is playing, which is very, like, it's very, I don't want to say amped up, it's very charged. The song is very, like, yeah. I can't even think of the tune right now, but it's very, like, like, it's a fast beat. And Sam and Leo are talking and Sam's like, you know, like, I can't, I can't speak for you guys, I can only speak for myself, but you know I'm not done, right? And he has a great delivery of that. And you just, it's something we've loved so much about Sam is yeah. how how idealistic he is and how much he wants to genuinely change things and like and, and do good in the world. And so I think it's sort of... Ironic. <laughs> so, like my heart is breaking, but I'm also just like, okay, Sam, spread your wings. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> you spread know? your wings. So, but Rob, stay here. <laughs> No. I mean, yeah. we love Rob. He's on two shows right now. He's on NBC yeah, and the 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 Grinder. So pretty insane. Good for him. But also, I do want to play this short clip from when he's talking about the um the initiative, the tax deductible education that he's working on. And the lady comes yeah. into his office. Thornton Wilder isn't the same as Thornton Wilder, is it? I'm talking about California. Because if Thornton Wilder had a heart attack, that'd be Remarkable news. You don't know who Horton Wilde is. He wrote Skin of Our Teeth. He's the Democrat running in the 47th. How is it possible that you don't know who he is? Has a Democrat won the California 47th in the last 100 years? No. That's how. Well, maybe if when the Democrats had the White House, there was a little more attention paid. To Orange County? What kind? Knowing the candidate's name, say. This was his fourth one, by the way. Fourth what? Heart attack. The Democrats have nominated someone who's had three heart attacks. Yes. And do you think I don't care enough about what kind of signal does this send to... I have to talk. No, this isn't going to be a part of my life. Wow, you just did a whole thing all by yourself. <sighs> yeah, I do that. <laughs> I just like the part where he's like, 
no, this isn't going to be a part of my life. Like, he just has this whole moment, this little, like, tiny lightning storm inside himself. She's like, you just had a whole thing all by yourself there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she first mentions Horton Wilde, and and it's it's just like how we always talk about how characters hear one little thing and they get hung up on it. <laughs> this is like the beginning of that for Sam. It's like it's like the the UFO thing that it's like I heard this and then he's thinking to himself, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this yeah. whole thing where I like attach to this one little snippet that I heard. He's only it's got really really great. I like it's sort of self aware and I like that. Yeah, he's only got so much brain power. So I like that he's regulating <laughs> yeah. it like Bruno does. And the only other yeah. note I had for Sam in this episode is that he asks Leo flat out about Sharif. And then Leo just yes. doesn't answer. Oh, yeah. Doesn't Let's blink. talk about that. Yeah. Which is an answer in itself. Of course. Really. And Leo has to know that. I'm kind of it's interesting that he didn't just lie, but yeah, Sam asking, seeing first you get to see Sam figure it out, and that's fun because Sam's like, "Oh, the Golden Gate Bridge," and then he sort of has this look on his face, like, "Wait a minute," uh. and then he asks him, and he says, "You know, did we have anything to do with it?" And Leo, the acting in the scene is just uh, great. I mean, Leo just yeah. totally stone faced, keeps going with his work, and yeah, I thought that was a, an interesting scene. Um, the okay, well, let's talk about just the Sharif yeah. storyline in general because mm-hmm. it. I said another thing I like towards the end is that there's the scene. Okay, well, I have to talk about more than this because we have the standoff in Iowa with the suspects right. of the Kinnison bombing, mm-hmm. and that. So we find out in one scene that that goes well, and and Agent Casper is giving sort of the rundown of what happened yeah. in the Oval it's Office. It's a very happy thing. And we're joking around, you know, President Bartlett's like, <laughs> oh, you can marry any of my daughters. Yeah. The oldest one's married, but the Pope can annul it. We're joking, yeah. and da 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 and somebody gets handed a piece of paper where they find out that a plane has gone missing or gone off the map. Yeah, you know it's too and good to be true. <laughs> yeah, and but just the turn, like on a pin turn yeah. of joking and laughing, and then suddenly the mood has changed and we're talking life or death. And it's that that whole scene to me was done really well. That And this is when things start to snowball into a good ending of the episode. Right. Um, but long story short, we find out that the foreign minister, um, Ben Yosef, who Leo has, was talking to and has a, a relationship with, um, he, he was on the plane Ugh. that has gone missing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And Leo's Leo's kind of doubting himself throughout the episode. I don't know if he's doubting him. Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of... He's At first, he's talking Did with you, Ben Yosef about it, and he's asking him, like, are you advising the president on this? Like, it doesn't yeah, feel like we're not winning okay. and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's what I was... I was going to ask if you got that vibe. I thought, I thought maybe I was just imagining it, but are we supposed to get... When he says, are you advising the president well, the way that Leo responds, a lot of people are advising him, it does sort of sound like... Uh, I don't know if I'm advising... You know, like, it does sort of sound like Leo has this little doubt in him. Like... Don't worry about it. A lot of people are advising well. I might not be, but uh, I don't know. And I just thought, well, maybe it's coincidental. But since you said that too, no, I definitely think <laughs> that he's kind of doubting himself throughout the episode. And then, especially after the the plane is shot down, he's like, "How did I not think that was going to happen? Yeah, how did I not how did see I that? Not see this coming? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's so sad. And, and the guy and came and he gave I him a yarmulke and said he had all these nice things about Leo. Oh, yeah, he's holding oh. the yarmulke later. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. But also, it's, like, doubly bad because Leo, Leo I don't want to say that Leo encouraged Bartlett to do it in the first place, to shoot down Sharif's plane. He did. Because, 
based on the evidence, I mean, Fitzwallis had something to do yeah. with it. Like, it, we were supposed to believe that it's the right thing to do, but Leo, or not the right thing to do, but it was what had to be done. And But Leo did essentially talk yeah, Kevin Abarlett into did. this yeah. and tell him it was what had to be done. Mm-hmm. And so it's even more on his shoulders because it's like, not only am I, I don't know if I'm handling this well, but, like, I got us into into this situation that now I don't know I'm handling well. So it's just... I don't know, man. It's all a mess. Uh, <laughs> yep. There's more to there's more to come there. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, here's a question. Moving on to the other thing I'd like to talk about in this episode. Is that why when Amy Gardner makes balloon animals, can Josh Lyman find it, like, intriguing and sexy? But when I make balloon animals around guys that I like, they think it's creepy. Um, I'm really <laughs> hoping Josh didn't find it intriguing or sexy. Oh, come on. I don't know where the balloon animal thing came from, but it needs to go away. Do you know how to make balloon animals? No, I don't know how to make balloon animals. All right. Well, without sounding too much like a nerd, let me just tell you that I do know how to make balloon animals, <laughs> and it is not that difficult. So the fact that she has, like, okay, first of all, that she's invested enough to carry a balloon around in her pocket... <laughs> She should have, we should take it that to mean that she's been practicing she's at least a little. Crazy. And with any practice whatsoever by somebody as smart as Amy Gardner, she should be able to at least make a dog. I know, You can right? make a dog in like three <laughs> movements. So I was just, obviously, all right, I'm a little biased. We all know this. I actually didn't like, I didn't dislike Amy that much in this episode. I thought she had some good moments. But... And I'm glad you have that on record, me saying that. Yeah, but, I just, um, I needed to do a double take just then. That sound yeah, you heard really. was me like, what? Uh, but the balloon animal thing to me is, was just, I, wh- where did that come from? What is the point of it? Make it stop. Make it go away. I <laughs> She's don't, just so weird. No. I mean. It was so out of left field. I like the actress. I like Mary Louise Parker. But as a, as a woman, as Amy Gardner, the character, I think she is smart, but a crazy for Cocoa Puffs. I just don't the, understand it. The, the things I liked about this episode is that, A, I thought she did the right thing. At the end, when she is like, yes. you know, I told Stackhouse is going to be voting for the president. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of the president. I liked him before you even knew him. That I was on board with. She wasn't being manipulative. <laughs> she wasn't, you know, like, it was, it was a real moment. Also, I liked, I actually liked when she was arguing with Josh because when she said the thing about, like, Believe it or not, like, I didn't do this despite you. Like, I actually believe in these things. And when she had the line about, um, she had the line about, that's where you're wrong. Josh is talking about how Stackhouse is going to take the president's votes. And Amy says, that's where you're wrong. They aren't his votes. I like that line. That was fair. So I didn't like the NBA line where she's all like, well, this is how we play in the big leagues, Josh. You know, like, I lost my job. I lost you. That I don't know, but I didn't buy it from her because because I like the sentiment of it and I like I liked the writing of it. I like what Sorkin is saying, but I didn't really buy. I don't think that that's how she reacted. I think she was. I think she throughout the the series when she has appeared has acted contrary to that and been kind of childish. It's, and yeah, it seems like spiteful. a lot of br- so bravado. It yeah, it's like I like what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I don't think you're acting like what you're saying. But. Mm-hmm. You know, I digress. Plus, I won't go on Josh did it again. Josh was talking to Charlie about sports, again, in the sports episode. And he, like, spots yeah. Amy sitting in the mural room. And he, like, stops talking mid-convo. 
and like is sucked yeah. in by her tractor beam and it just like walks yeah. over in a trance. I don't understand it. I like genuinely nothing about that. Um, I think <laughs> Pam wrote into us a little bit about this and she was saying, she was just echoing our sentiments about when he, Josh totally abandons Donna, that he it, it makes it seem like he's thinking, finally, a grown-up I can talk to, when we were talking about it last season, last episode, and he does, he, you're, you're right, he does the same thing to Charlie, and it makes me, what's funny is that it makes me not like Amy, and it shouldn't, it should make me mad at Josh, yeah, but, well, isn't that always whatever. the way? Um, I don't like, I don't like how Amy makes him act. He, he sort of brings him down to her level. And by that, I mean the level of, like, thinking they're better than everybody else. I don't know. Mm. Well, we we'll did... talk about we something did, else. Well, we did have a fun thing with Donna in this episode. Yes! Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. That was fun. <laughs> she, Donna goes to a Teddy Tumba... Tumba? I don't uh-huh. know. Teddy yeah. Tumba conference. And he was a consultant for Richie. And I love so much about this. Can we just do, yes. like, hashtag we locate the light switch? I feel like that's just something we should all repeat in everyday life. Yeah. Well, my favorite, she just had great comedic oh, lines yeah. in this episode. When, when Josh comes back and she's sort of pretending to be like in the trance <laughs> yeah and then she's like and he's like are you being serious she's like no you idiot and that was really great um she talks about the light switch and josh is like can you find it again it's funny <laughs> um yeah i thought it was all it, it was fun to watch i thought it was it was a little bit of humor throughout the episode and i like the i like where josh went he had a really great monologue about yeah. He was he was really fired up in a similar way that Toby was about mm-hmm. the fact that Richie is just well he's taking actually intelligent and articulate statements from a lot of famous philosophers and writers and boiling them into the fortune cookie type right things. the fortune cookie candidates yeah. I just love how yeah. a it shows all of these he's so well read <laughs> so I really liked that yeah except I just didn't buy but it but also uh, he's so passionate well I know yeah, yeah. he's like a, it's a 193 page book like really I've read a lot of books that I love and I don't know how many pages are in any of them you know well, and just being able to identify, I mean, obviously there are some, like the Robert Frost quote, that's pretty well known, mm-hmm. but like the Immanuel Kant stuff, like you you just, I don't know, it's like we were talking about, Bruno was talking about how much RAM you have in your brain, and mm-hmm. it's like, I know Josh is super smart, but really he can identify things, I, it's fine, I'm not going to get into it, because it's just, you just buy it and take it with a grain of salt, um, that's all. At that level, that might might have been a fairly common reference but clearly I never took philosophy in college I was a theater major there were a few speeches I mean Toby obviously went on some rants in this one Josh had those moments oh which brings me to the lighting was really interesting in this Hmm. episode um and the lighting is always interesting in the West Wing I really enjoy the lighting in this one it's very high contrast it's a little like brighter there are several moments where people almost look angelic because of Hmm. how they're lit I did not Um, notice and I I mean, and that, and it's not like the first time we've ever seen it. Like the the West Wing is pretty notable for its lighting, um, love it or hate it. But I just I thought it was interesting. it was very contrast. It was very like especially like when Leo and Sam are talking in his office. Leo half of his face is like completely lit up and super bright, and the other half is in total darkness. And it was just it was interesting. Mm. It was different. I probably didn't notice so. as much because I watched this episode with the subtitles turned on. 
and I was reading it. Did you really? I did. I yes. Was, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm converting. It's a crutch that I don't like because then I miss the lighting. I didn't notice the lighting. And I was it. distracted. No, but you just gotta, you just, you just gotta, you get used to it. You take, it'll just take you a little bit and then, and then you'll notice all the things. But then I also was distracted because in my Evernote where I was taking notes, it kept auto-correcting Stackhouse to Steakhouse and Bartlett to Tartlet. <laughs> Let's talk about Stackhouse. Okay. Because I love him. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's I fine. love him and I love I love 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 the moment at the end. Yes. I love that when was he asked for over the president and the president says yes and then he says, you know, you're talking about the 80 and the 20. Who of the 80 will stand up for the 20? And mm. the president's like, you did, Howard. You did all the time. Uh, and then at the end, and I love President Bartlett. I'm right? On, I'm Team Bartlett, too. But as he's watching Stackhouse walk away, he asks CJ to move the press off of the, the church steps. grounds so that he can take questions on the needles, which is what Stackhouse wanted all along, was these these issues to come up. Yeah. So it just, that moment was very, I felt... I don't know. I felt like my heart grew three sizes. Mm. Um, I just, I just really loved that. And I loved, you know, that he just, I, I just always loved the idea of like, he, he wants to get into it for the good of it. He wants right. to, you know, debate the things that matter and like shake things up and da, 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 da. It's all that idealistic stuff that I just eat right up. Mm, yes. No, um, I, I do like Stackhouse or Steakhouse, depending yeah. on whose notes you're reading. <laughs> um, the SAT yeah. word for this episode, I will say, do you know what it is? Did you catch it? No. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I do. Insouciance. That is not Insouciance? a common... Insouciance? Yeah, that is not a common word. Do not make me feel dumb. It's No, it's not a common word. You're correct. <laughs> uh, can you spell it? Do you okay. know what it means? Um... What does it mean? Like, I don't, I don't remember the, con- what, do you remember the context in which it was used? I don't oh, remember it. Oh, gosh. It was in the first half of, Insouciant? first half of the episode. Not something. It is, it is a, I don't, I don't know. Indifference. Casual lack of concern. Okay. So, you know, that's your special SAT word for the day. Go use cool. it. Cool. Or if, or if you don't care, then that also works for this word. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I liked is... Or was CJ. Uh, we didn't get to see much of her. But I just wanted to mention how much I liked. That the whole time everyone is worrying about these different things. And CJ the whole time is like, okay, but shouldn't we be worried about the expectations? Like, mm. shouldn't we be worried about this? Can I leak this memo? Can yeah. I do this? Like, she's paying attention to this thing that other people aren't paying attention to. Mm. And then I like at the end, she's worried that... She's worried that for Richie, the bar is set so low that he could just come on stage and tie his shoes and people would be happy. Right. And she's worried that for Bartlett, the this bar is set so high that he, like, he has to be perfect. Um, and I do, at the end, and that's what Toby's worried about. Toby, at the end, is like, what if he has a bad night? What if he's so, what if he goes right. postal? And CJ has the line, when you can't lower expectations, you have to meet them. And I just thought... I just thought that was a great line, um, which is obviously Sorkin and not CJ because CJ is a fictional character. But mm-hmm. I thought CJ had a great episode with all of that. She did. She had a good episode. So who, yeah. who would be your MVP? Would it be Toby? Um, no, I love Toby in the episode, but I have to give my MVP to Stackhouse. Oh my gosh, you always Sorry. give it to the person who you know you just can't give it to in other episodes. Yeah, I like that. Well, and I just, 
Yeah, that is a lot to do. That does have a lot to do with it. Like he's fading <laughs> off the scene, but I. So yeah, I'm giving him. I'm giving him MVP. This was also a big ensemble episode in the sense that like there were a lot of little storylines going on. Charlie and Anthony, Sam and the California thing, CJ and the expectations, Toby and <laughs> just him being Toby. So, yeah, you know, like there was there were a lot of we spent just a little bit of time with everyone. Um, so oh, we didn't talk about the sports either. I know that it's not, I just, I just loved the sports. I loved, um, (laughs) like in the end. You know I can't talk about sports. (laughs) I know. Like, for example, in the end, because it seems so like, oh, it's just in the background, but it actually has meaning because like in the, when Bartlett is sitting there watching football, he's saying, oh, you know, just, I can't remember what play it was, but he says, oh, you know, run that play again on first down. They're not expecting that. And then when they're talking about switching out the debate, he, President Barlow turns around and sees that they're doing the screen pass again, and he, I, in my head, maybe I'm imagining this, but basically he's seeing, he's seeing the football team do the same thing over and over again. He's seeing them do what people are expecting, and it's the same sentiment as, like, if you do the same thing over and over and expect different results, that's insanity. Like, that, mm-hmm. you know, you've heard that quote before. Yeah. I messed it up, but that's the general gist. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think... It. I think that is when it clicks in his head, like, all right, let's do the one debate. Like, let's risk it. Let's go for the Hail Mary um, mm-hmm. type situation. And I thought that was really cool. So, and baseball is my favorite, so I could just listen to Josh talk about baseball for literally Right. <laughs> yep. All right. That's all I have to say about it, I guess. There was a lot okay. of good quotes, but I won't... Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't. He just won't regale us with it right now. Just locate the no. light switch, Sally. Locate the yeah. light switch. <laughs> just know, guys, that we liked all of the quotes in this episode. <laughs> yeah, they're all good. You should go back and, and watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Bridges and well, tunnels. Hey. Yeah. Red Mass season four. Red Mass. We're on our way. Wait, who's Cruise. your MVP? Did we? Did you say? Oh, originally I picked Charlie. But okay. then, after we've recapped all of this, I feel like, <laughs> you know, it's now I want him to share it with all of his friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Fair and enough. Toby. Uh, yeah, I know. I'll just stick with Charlie. I thought it was great. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys later for the next episode. Do you know what it is offhand? It's what? debate camp. Oh, debate camp. That's right. Debate Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Toby wants to go away and and, and Joey Lucas is back yeah oh right yeah 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 okay yeah. if you have thoughts on that or anything West Wing related send them to us at the West Wing podcast at gmail.com we're also on yep. Facebook Instagram and Twitter at winging it pod <laughs> alright <laughs> bye guys <laughs> bye